Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeliso, your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. What it do, baby? <laughs> You'll just have to excuse my inner Kawhi Leonard over there. I'm just way too excited about the next couple of episodes that we've got for you. Winding down the year, here right here on the Sports Live podcast. This is part one of the conversation with Lindsay Vaev. Many of you don't know him. That's because he's usually in the background. Yeah, he is the technical slash performance analyst for the Springboks. And he is a World Cup winner. He's the guy usually seated on the right of Rassi Erasmus. You would have seen him in cameras, probably paid him no mind. But yeah, he is one of the brains behind the World Cup winning campaign. I know you didn't think that we would finish off the year without a rugby episode. Yeah, we went and did one better. We got you a two-part special for this one. I think to wind down the year, this is like the perfect way. There is no better way than to get the insight of how this Rugby World Cup was actually won. And you will not get better information than here on the Sports Live podcast where myself, Spoom Jigeliso, I will bring you the great conversations that you guys have become accustomed to. Thanks again for this year, for making this year such an incredible year. Obviously, you guys, by now, you would have known that the Sports Live podcast did win an award, one of the prestigious journalists, journalistic awards that go around in the country the sab sports media awards that's right won the newcomer of the year in the audio category thanks again to the multimedia team at arena holdings now yeah no longer tiso blackstar now arena holdings thank you to scott peter smith Paige muller innocent manike guys you've made this podcast quite an incredible journey i cannot wait for 2020 so much sports happening it is olympics year the olympics are in japan funny enough so do expect south africa to do quite well over there but sticking to what south africa did in 2019 we are chatting to lindsey via yet again a man from east london his dad used to play for border bulldogs he was a fly half and it's it's incredible how things work out so his his father wayne via played 183 times for border at fly half as well as fullback and Lindsay used to sit on the touchline or run down the touchline collecting balls for his dad as a ball boy during the border days and he went on to play some rugby himself but after realizing that probably he's not going to make as much of an impact on the field as off it he decided to get into the technical analysis role and in this conversation we get into exactly how one becomes a performance analyst like he has become to the point where you are the man whom Rassi Rasmus trusts for all the information. All the players come to this guy. All their footage, their laptops, stats, everything they need to know about their game as well as their opponents, they get it from this very guy that we are about to speak to right now. I am telling you guys, this is a conversation not to be missed. Now, uh, Lindsay, uh, after, you know, fielding countless balls from his dad, kicking to Tachin for poles at border, decided, you know, to take his talents to PE, worked a little bit for Nelson Mandela Bay University, worked at the Kings where he, we he met one Makazole Mapimpi. Yeah, you, you want to hear a little bit about that as well a little later. 
as well as um, meeting a whole lot of people who helped him rise in the game of rugby until the point where Rasi Rasmus said, hey boyki, come join the Springbok team. He's only 31 years old. He's a father now as well. He's using this time off to actually take care of his lighty, his son. And it's, it's an incredible conversation. You'll have to excuse one thing though. We were speaking outside of the Springbok Hotel upon the team's arrival so if you hear a little bit of cars moving here and there if you hear someone greeting going past and you know you hear some chuckling in the background from patrons please excuse us um that was probably the only setting we could get to sit down with Lindsay without you know the disturbance of all the other players coming in and you know uh joining in the festivities and I, I, for one, am privileged to have been able to be there and speak to the guys, especially at a time when winning the World Cup was still fresh on everybody's minds. But obviously, we have to spread our content and we've managed to get to this point where I can say, and I'm happy that I can bring out this conversation now with myself and Lindsay Vaya. Yeah, like I said, man from East London, uh, my hometown as well, who along with the Mzwandile Sticks, the Matthew Proudfoots, Alad Walters, the Jacques Nienabers, all those guys, as well as Dr. Uh, Jerome Mampane, all those guys contributed to what was a stellar tournament for the Springboks. No, it doesn't get old. The Springboks are world champions and will be for the next four years. So do expect me to gush over this victory for a long time to come. So, But anyway, let me leave it at that for now. And let you enjoy this chat with Lindsay Vaya. I'm sitting with Lindsay Vaya, technical analyst, right, for the Springboks. Uh, one of Rasi Rasmus's right hand men who contributed in no small way to the World Cup win. And I just want to know more about your role in this Rugby World Cup. You and Mzwandi Lestik were the two guys. You're probably so close to Rassi, you couldn't go to the bathroom during the game, you know? Yeah. What was your role in putting uh, this World Cup winning campaign together? So, uh, I've got to admit, it started last year already, mm. where we had to come together as a coaching group, and we had to figure out uh, a plan of how do we want to play, what players do we need, and just how things are, are going to work. Yeah. So that's sort of from last year already. And th things worked out. Um, we, we won that series in the beginning, uh, that, that the England series. England 2-1. Um, yeah. And we had some good results. Yes, uh, we lost now and again um, to random teams like England, and we lost that Argentina away game. Um, in yeah, Salta last yeah. year, which was a big disappointment. But again, we had a focus on New Zealand in the Rugby Championship, in that Wellington Test match. Okay. And we actually played that as a, as a final. Yeah. So we planned that for about four or five weeks. And we said, this is a team that we're going to send there. Also, we didn't tell anyone else, but just in-house. Yeah. This is a team that we're going to send, and we're going to prepare as this is a final. And man, that week was unbelievable. Where, yeah. where everyone gets switched on, right? The analysis is done to the T. Uh, there was just no no stone unturned. Yeah. Let's put it yeah. that way. And everything, again, it, you might call it destiny or you might yeah, call it yeah. uh, uh, luck, but 
if you plan well and you are prepared, things sort of fall into your into your, into place. Into place, like the universe yes. then creates things if in it, your favor. It, even with the bus trip, if it's traffic, if it's um, timings that have gone wrong. Yeah. But then you're able to adapt. Everything just flows more easily because of the, the planning plan and the preparations and everything like that. Intact, so yeah. that's what made it easy and worthwhile. And that week was perfect. We knew we were going to win. Yeah. Every single training session was um, um, let's win the day. Okay. And what does winning the day entail? Win the day means so every day has a battle. Okay. So if it's kicking game uh, on a Monday, kicking game and a, a and a unit session with uh, on a Monday we do some lineouts for example. Uh, the backs will do some kicking and contesting and catching. Yeah. Yeah. We worked hard with that. Stick worked hard with that. Okay. Um, so th those are the days that you got to win. Those are the little battles that you got to win. Yeah. Those training sessions, that catching. All those little have a, things. Have a flawless training session exactly. would be a, a success yes. if you didn't drop a single ball yes. and, and, and you were able to, to, and, to and have a clean execution yes. at training session. And the most important part then as well is that was which we brought in was to have a goal review after each day. So it doesn't mean in the past, this is what happened. In the past, we've got a training session or the, the day would be done. And everyone just go to their rooms. Wander off. Do their own thing, you know. But now we, we said, like a, hang on. Let's get together and let's have a chat about the day. If, it, if it's via footage, if it's via just a message, if it's via just a just a, a prayer, yeah, whatever okay. it may be, yeah. just come together as a group, as a whole, and then we can go separate ways after that. So that was nice to have and tick off the boxes that we wanted to achieve during the day. So I'll talk about winning the battles. Yeah, yeah. Those are the battles that we wanted to tick off. Yeah. Done, done. So in saying that now, going back to this World Cup, mm. so we had that preparation last year. So since before even 2019. Yes. So there was, there was def a definite plan. Nothing comes on just on the spur of the moment. Uh, we're in the World Cup. Oh, what now? No, no. <laughs> yeah. We planned this. You had, you had only 18 months. It was, was it because you only had 18 months yes. to put everything together that you had to maximize each day? You had to, you had to make a count. I think, I think it was, was it 28 test matches. So 28 test matches, that's yeah. including the final, that you had to go so out and win every single game. Or, four, three or prep. four aren't guaranteed because of the knockouts of anything, quarters, semis, finals. Three weren't guaranteed, so it's 25. Yes. Yeah. That's not a lot of test matches no. to win a, a and, World Cup. Yeah. And, and it's, remember, it's a new coaching group. It's a new team again. Yeah. Um, there's some debutants that we had to put in. Hershey Yankees only came in now this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so you, you, started, you had to build and build on what game plan plan that we want to uh, achieve and play out there and and what and what we knew that was going to win the world cup right right so that started from last year already this year now started from super rugby when we were involved with the Lyman camps okay uh, uh, at the beginning of the year with the super rugby teams um, uh, myself and the coaches would fly out to the franchises deal with them chat to them okay. with the analysis with coaching what are some of the things coaching. that you you were saying to to, to the franchises so, so something like uh, finding out trends so what what, what I do is that like we find out uh, for example lineouts let's talk about lineouts okay so a fourth coach will uh, sit, sit down with him and we'll chat about okay what lineout jumper will We'll catch the ball. I'm talking about opposition now. Okay. Yeah. What line jumper will catch the ball in certain areas of the field, in which zones? Ah. So he's not picking up little things like that. And where does he catch it? Does he catch it middle, back, or in the front? 
Right. So where can you so apply the pressure? At super rugby level, so you're looking at this Stormers, you're already chatting to Eben and, and Peter Steff and maybe one or two guys that might be in the fringes of JD Shekeling. Yes. To look at the Crusaders yes. who had a flawless line-out um, with, with Sam Whitelock as their leader. So you, they need to be able to apply their minds to Sam Whitelock and Cody Taylor yes. is the number one uh, hooker for, for yes. New Zealand right now. They needed to do that while they were still at the Stormers yes. at, at franchise. And, and what is nice for, for the franchises and for those players is that we would assist them with that. Okay. So yeah. we were also there. We weren't taking over right, uh, right. Uh, over the Stormers or yeah, the Lions yeah. or whatever the case. We were there to assist and help because we wanted that boys to do well yeah. and get that winning culture going. Uh, yeah. So And we wanted them to be in our heads as well, the players. Very important. We wanted the players to be in our heads of what we want to achieve. Right. So, again, last year we had a plan. This year started with, okay, boys, analysis of how we're going to analyze our position. What are they thinking? What should we do? How should we handle the pressure? Right. How do we apply the pressure? Very important. And that's, that was great. Even with defense. Some, every franchise has a defense coach. And by all means, he's got his own philosophy. We can't change that. Yeah, yeah. But that player needs to understand when he comes to the spring box. It's, it's, it's tackle low, hit shoulder, drive back. Yeah. Massive line speed. That's our, that's our DNA. Sometimes other teams may yeah. hold the defense and go shadow, 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 and just wrap maybe and hold up whatever. No, no. We nice, want to destroy bro. with massive line, line speed. speed. Yeah. Get in your face. Yeah. And a good example was England in the final where you can go have a look at Peter Steptatoy and see how his line speed on defense was. He was absolutely, he was, he was, he was a monster. Yeah. Um, and there was, there was a few monster moments, we'll get, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, the, I'm very interested in the backstory because they, the Springboks and how the, the defense most especially. Last year, in that game that you simulated as a as a knockout game against uh, New Zealand and Wellington, yeah. um, which the Springboks won, there was a new, still a newness about the team. I mean, a pure Yankee. The 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 way the wingers defended, especially against England in the prior series, a lot of people criticized a pure Yankee that he came in. Maybe it was an execution. Uh, problem, but the the more the more the Springboks did it, the better it became, right? The, the quicker they could actually get there. But in the initial stages, it looked like the Springboks were setting themselves up for o overlap after overlap. Hundred percent. And the other thing was Cheslin Kobio actually made his first start for the box against New Zealand um, in Wellington. Uh, he had come off the bench a week prior. Uh, against the Wallabies, and this is a guy that you're not gonna typically put him against Rico Yoani, who was at the time the premier winger in the world, right? Yeah. What was the thought process behind that? I mean, and 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 the fact that Cheslin would have had very little time to assimilate to to that defense, but by the end of the World Cup, he's probably the best at it, uh, best at. Rushing defenders. I've never seen Johnny May being shot. It's a big yeah. boy, Johnny May. Yeah. Um, I've never seen him not have a, a sniff. Uh, we know what he did in the England series. Played very well. Actually, scored the winning try at Newlands. But 
So what was what was the message from the new guys and getting them so quickly in tune with what you guys needed to do? I think they start they start with last year again. Yeah. So with the new coaching group that we came uh, uh, came together and uh, the defense coach is shock. And again, we sat down and spoke about it. So it wasn't his initial plan yeah. to have this massive line speed. It was really a, just a good debate and chat of what what difference can we bring mm. on defense? How can we apply the pressure? And uh, give credit to Jacques in that. Is that, yes, he, he, he just never created doubt amongst the players. It was, it was pretty simple. It's firstly, get your width on defense, yeah. right? Which, is allow, which allows you to get line speed. Mm. So width, then line speed, and then make the hit. Or make the read, if you want to call it, yeah, make the yeah. read. So in the initial stages, um, in that England series, if you go look back again, so sometimes we were caught being tight on defense and not getting that width yeah. that, I, that I spoke about. Yeah. So that's the first point. Is width. So, so we got caught. The, the initial. So credit uh, to England. Yeah, yeah. Credit to England and maybe early days for us. Mm. So pros and cons. Yeah. Uh, and it got caught. Uh, Lucanio and and Apiwe at that stage looked mm. very vulnerable, and it did. For the yeah. public, that everyone thought, oh, they're making the wrong decisions here. Yeah, yeah. It was our plan. That was our plan. One, we we're never going to change it. Yeah. Thirdly, you have to back it. If, if you create doubt amongst the players or the coaching staff, then you've lost that battle already. Right. Then there's going to be uncertainty. There's going to be 50-50 decisions. Yeah. Right? So they need to not hesitate no. if they're coming out at that speed. At that speed, you go and you make it read regardless. Yeah. Right? If they want to throw it over the top or kick it over the top, that's a 50-50 that the opposition has to make. So they need to then execute. So exactly. The they have to do a miracle pass. Yeah. They have to yeah. do a miracle kick. Which England, funny enough, tried in the final yes with you know forwards trying sunny build passes yeah. which were going out to touch but now again going back to the England series last year they caught us they did very well we were tight on defense yeah we rushed up out of line but we were very tight yeah okay so that, which created space for them out wide yeah and that's how they got they got their tries they got into the 15 meter channels yeah there by the touchline and they scored they didn't score through us they scored around, around us yeah mostly so yeah. good learning curve for us and we worked on it, but luckily we still won it. So I can, I can say that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's where it all started from. And we said, listen, boys, let's back the system. Trust us, this is going to work. Yeah. This is going to win us the World Cup. We said it back then already. Trust the system, back the system, don't doubt it. You get up and make the read. You don't wait for no one. Because why? The, the attacking player always wants the ball with time. The best ten in the world is Cap is Bowden Barrett. Yeah, yeah. Especially at that time. Okay, you, they, they just on that now. note. Just on that note. Yes. Do you guys think you forced the Bowden Barrett change to fifteen? In a way, I mean, obviously, uh, if you're Steve Hansen and you have a choice between Richie Moonga and Bowden Barrett, you're not exactly a poor man. But that's all. That's a big call. He's the world's best player. Half to move him to fullback is rather drastic. Uh, I, I honestly feel we did because why he looked average against a. A rushed defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He looked average. He, he, he was never. He, he was never the same person. Yeah. That Wellington Test match last year when we beat him there. Yeah. He, he was nowhere to be seen. And so I, I think they wanted to experiment. 
uh, with that Richie Mwanga and Baron Barry at 15. Obviously, again, they put him at 15. Why? There's more space. More space, more There's time. More time. That's what he likes. That's what he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Richie Mwanga is very good yeah. as well. He's a good all-rounder, good feet, good pass, good kicking game. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I, I, th- I think we did change <laughs> I think so I, 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 you know what I think there's a lot of subtle things that a lot of people might not have picked up but it was just but I, I, I thought that move for Bowden Barrett to go to fullback showed the shink in, 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 in Steve Hansen's coaching armour the, the overhaul of his wingers bringing two yes, two completely new wingers one inform winger there's always one red hot winger in New Zealand and it could be anyone at any time but two it seemed a bit much. Benching Ben Smith. I agree. I mean, I think that Wellington test does probably won't get the credit it deserves, the 2018 one, um, for how it changed the rugby landscape and how it gave belief to a lot of teams that the, the All Blacks aren't invincible. Yes. There was an article, I think it's Mark Reason who wrote it, like, it said, Give us the World Cup now. I'm not sure if you saw it. It was in the New Zealand Herald. Yeah, we, 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 saw, we saw that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you guys ever chat about that and, and maybe have a little bit of no, a we chuckle? Did, yeah, we had a bit of a chuckle about that. <laughs> like, okay, they're very far ahead of themselves. <laughs> and obviously the, the, the New Zealand Herald uh, website uh, also said that we got like about 6% chance of winning the World Cup Yes, final. yes, I saw that. The odds so, makers. <laughs> you know, if you, want to, if you want to put it out there yeah. uh, for the public to see and whatever, it's going to add extra motivation. Yeah. And so it's, don't fuel a fire like that. <laughs> well, that, that's yeah, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do something like that, then you, you've got to be very accurate. And you've got to make sure that you, that you either win the final or yeah. you, know, you do the right thing. Don't, don't get kicked out of the semi-final by England. <laughs> And uh, this rollback, I'd asked the Cheslin Colby question yes. and how he quickly um, got in tune with the systems. So uh, that, that's a great story for Cheslin as well. I mean, obviously, everyone said that he was too small and uh, yeah, hasn't yeah. really given a chance at, at the team. And um, I think he was on the bench for that Wellington game, or, or I don't think he played, to be honest. I know Jesse was on the wing with a Piwe. Yeah. Uh, great debate about that as well uh, amongst the coaching staff. Jesse at 13, maybe Jesse at wing as well, good communicator, he's quick, yeah, can handle yeah. the ball, good on defense. Yeah. So uh, that also worked for us well. We, we ticked that box. Yeah. Um, going back to Cheslin, um, we always knew that he's, he's going to bring something special to, to, to the team. Yeah. And we just needed to find a time and place for him to get groomed into, that, into the team. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we played him against Argentina uh, after that New Zealand. Yeah. And then he was just, just already a standout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, difficult to tackle. Um, uh, strong, uh, courageous, not afraid of anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. We thought, yes, so he, has, he has another wing. And he couldn't do something that nobody else can do. Yes, he's and, got something and he's a, he, he can cover fullback. And we always said he can cover nine if something really had to happen yeah, amongst the amongst the squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can cover there. We won't say that he trains at nine. Yeah. But he can cover there. I mean, he, he's got all the skills. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and actually he did this year. He, he played nine for about 10 minutes. For, for a good 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, um, uh, I think Chisholm played that Loftus uh, New Zealand game yeah. at the end of last year. Yes, um, yes. Where we pretty much dominated. 
75 minutes of that game. Again, and... And really putting away New Zealand. Yeah. And then, just, just give credit to New Zealand again, the way they just, they just came back and they just carry on fighting. And things just went their way, the bounce of the ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, we, yeah, it's, it's destiny in, 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 their, in their case. If, if you carry on fighting, if you carry on working, carry on going, yeah. don't give up, something will, something will happen, something, something will happen. Yeah, something will break. Yeah, something will break. At, at that time, yeah, I, I think we made the certain replacements, uh, maybe at the wrong time. Okay, uh, yeah. But we can say that now, you, you just don't know back then. Yeah, yeah. Some of the guys were uh, fatiguing and cramping. Yeah. Because we were running so much. Yeah. Scoring those wonderful trials and stuff, you know. Um, and, and sorry, moving off Jason the whole time. Jason was phenomenal in that game. He was absolutely amazing. Uh, taking uh, Ioni, uh, his opposition out and, and just, just unbelievable, man. Yeah. Scoring the try in the corner, it's just unstoppable. And, he, uh, and well, then, then we knew, like, here's a guy that, that we need. And, uh, and what was nice is that from, let's say, from that championship, we knew that we have got wingers now in South Africa. Right. There's brought four or five wingers that yeah. can easily play in a starting berth in the World Cup final. And for us, that was amazing. That, that which we didn't have probably uh, a, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we couldn't find wings. Definitely. And then suddenly there was a clutch. We couldn't find scrum halves either. Yes. Funny enough, um, the scrum half position was very hollow. Yeah. Um, uh, we just, yeah, we weren't very sure. We weren't yeah, very, FAF was banished to the UK. Corbus Renach hadn't played since 2015. Herschel was playing varsity cap. Yeah, crazy. We, we were experimenting with Pete Fancel, Herschel, I mean, uh, sorry, and uh, Ivan and Ambrose for Pete. Ivan uh, Fancel. Um, yeah, pretty much that was it. Yeah, but uh, but it shows again you, you had to go through that stage. Yeah, you yeah. had to. You had to trial out. You had to see when and how and what guys are like. Yeah. In certain uh, um, uh, 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 games, so uh, for example, we played England in Twickenham with a Damien Willem said fullback starting, even yeah. for sales uh, starting at nine, and uh, so on, so on, right? Mm, and, right? And you get to see a picture of players, good, bad, it doesn't matter. But you get to, you get a better understanding of the players of yeah. how they can handle certain situations okay. and, and what do they see in front of them and how do they play. So that that was good for us to see. Who is the most fun person in the in the uh, team that you enjoyed uh, going through their game with? Guys that will bug me, which I loved, especially in, in my department analysis. Yeah. I would love guys to bug me and not. Not, not just not, listen to not vice versa. everything. Because normally say. I'm the one that's saying, guys, here's the game. Guys, yeah. are you looking at this? Are you looking at that? Right, I, I, right. I'm not there to be a teacher or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I want them to look you want for themselves. Engagement. And, yes. So you want the guy to come to you and say, hey, look, this I've seen something. Can we go over it? Exactly. Then you know that they're really in it. They're into the game. Yeah. And they're looking at a, at, at a different perspective. Yeah. They're not, they're not just looking at it as a public view when they look on a, on a TV. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because it, that's, that's a lot different to when you, when you analyze a game properly. Of course, yeah. Um, so guys like Andre, Jesse, Lewitt, um, um, yeah, there's a handful of guys, uh, Malcolm Marks, yeah. Elton Yankees, yeah. and the Nans. So again, great that we can have generals 
in the team right. looking at that, wanting it ASAP. Yeah. Let's have a look. It was yeah. a key position. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and then then coming to me and having a chat. What I see there. What I see there. Um, what they think. Let's draw up plans. Um, just I've sat with Andre before drawing up maps. This is the map that maybe we should do, and we have a great discussion. Jesse's asking what can he do better. Yeah, yeah. Guys want to learn. Guys like, and you can see, guys that do well are guys that want to learn and want to want to better themselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. Guys just want to walk up final, and it's, and it's those guys that are putting the effort in. Yeah. Which is great. It's absolutely amazing. As a, so, how's the relationship between the technical? team now, how's your relationship with Mzondi Lestig, Jacques, uh, who's the conditioning coach, Aled Walters, yeah, Walters. Um, and uh, and also can you touch into what Felix Jones then brought in to that dynamic? So uh, I call ourselves the, the, the coaching group, yeah. right? we oh, work, and Matt, Matt Tartford and Matt, as yeah. well, and yeah. Rossi and Swiss before Swiss he, was with he us. I mean, yeah. majority of the time, he yeah. had to walk up. He, he was giving us the blueprint on the show called Master Plan here in South Africa. He was he was the best analyst of this World Cup for me. Brilliant. But yeah, so yeah, uh, us coaching group have spent hours together. Yeah, yeah. There's not many hours in a day where you we actually like are separated. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, and I, often I tell people too um, that people want to learn how to be an analyst or coach or something. I said, right, you know what? Yeah. The coach is also an analyst. Yeah. Why? Because they're analyzing their department. Yeah. Um, what's right, wrong? How do they better their department? They've got to analyze. Yeah. The exact same thing what I do. So all I do is I give that extra confirmation. I, I call it two ticks. So they tick their own department. Then I'm also looking at their department in certain areas, certain ways. Right, I'm not, right. I'm not coaching them or, or being a coach. I'm just looking in their department too and making sure that box is ticked. Right. And so I can have a chat with a, a coach, a tech coach, defense coach, or whatever coach. Say, what about this? What about that? Uh, just to confirm. I may be right, maybe wrong, but at least I've, I've, I've mentioned it, and we've ticked that box. So we don't wonder after a game. Oh, I should have said something. Or. Um, we should have done this. No, right. So you, everything must happen yeah. before a game. So, so that you know where you're failing. And do the guys take take it in? I mean, do the players take it in? If you tell a guy, look, I really think you can improve this. Just work on this. Focus on this. I mean, they're already Springboks. They they could be that sense that, look, I'm already a Springbok, you know. Um, but do they take it in and say? Yes. Being a Springbok is just the beginning. There's, there's a whole lot more I can still. Uh, I think we, we've mentioned a good couple of times in our alignment camps this year and, and last year. We said that we aren't perfect. No one's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, for one, uh, we trust God. Yeah. And in that, we have to work hard. I talk about working hard a lot. Yeah. And, and putting the work in, putting the effort in. So that comes down to we give time at training sessions after the training, about 10-15 minutes, where they can work on the individual skills that we've identified, we've given across to them. Yeah, yeah. So now it's up to them. And also, if they've identified something, a little left to right hand pass, 
uh, for, for example. Mm. I mean, oh, people do struggle. <laughs> I, I struggled that when I was at school. A bit of left to right, uh, left to right pass, you know, it's, yeah. it's never that accurate as your right yeah, to left. It's never quite precise. You see? Yeah, yeah, so you're right handed. We give guys time and mm. we work out a plan with the conditioning coach, and, and then the attack coach was either Swayze at that time or, or Felix or with Shark's defense coach. There's yeah. time for them to then work on their specific skill, tackling, passing, catching, kicking, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there's always work-ons. And when Felix came came in, um, I, I I assume he's not the same, it's not a like-for-like replacement with Swayze. Um, but what is he like as a person and what did he bring? Did he bring a Northern Hemisphere perspective which, which helped uh, against England? Oh, definitely. So, um, obviously, he's from the Northern Hemisphere, yeah, and yeah. he has a good understanding of how they play and and the, the individuals yeah. that, that we're going to come up against, uh, because he's analysed them before and had individual profiles of them that helped us as well. So we didn't yeah. have to we have to dig start. up yeah. Yeah. Uh, certain yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so that was a big plus and an ammo for us. Um, and uh, something more about him is that he, he's got a good work, eth- work ethic. Okay. Um, oh, we all do. That, that is our main motto. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, let's just work hard. So he just and we'll benefit. Just yeah. the, uh, so guys of he just joined in, worked hard, analyzed hard on, on his on his uh, attack and w- where we should play and what we should do. Yeah. Um, and especially on on individuals of of the opposition. Yeah. So we can see uh, who's a who's a bad defender. Yeah, yeah. Or, or what are certain triggers to see if he's going to kick or he's going to pass, if he's going to run. Those little triggers. Yeah. That, that, that no one really realizes out there in the public. That's it for me, Spoom Chigeliso, and you've been listening to the Sports Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Do also catch us on timeslive.co.za, as well as Sowetan Live, Business Live. We are also on Iono FM, the Apple Podcast Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. It could be Spotify, Stitcher, Cashbox, Pocket Cast, wherever. To connect with us, please use the hashtag Sports Live. Share your comments with us at Times Live or at Sowetan Live on Twitter. A big thank you goes out to the multimedia live team led by Scott Peter Smith and producer Paige Muller, as well as the Tiso Black Star Digital Sports Department, headed by Mninawa Mchana Ndroko. Our sound and audio mixer is Innocent Manike. From us at the Sports Live podcast, it's goodbye for now. <laughs>